0: bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello everyone, I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, China's manufacturing PMI slightly edged up to 49.4 in August and the financial ministry vows meticulous implementation of proactive policy in the second half. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China's official Manufacturing Purchasing Manager's Index, or PMI, in August rebounded slightly from last month's level to stand at 49.4, data from the National Bureau of Statistics showed on Wednesday. The Chinese economy continued the trend toward recovery and development as domestic regions and departments implemented the decisions and arrangements by the central government and the state council, while companies addressed adverse factors like coronavirus extreme hot weather, the NBS said. Manufacturing PMI edged up 0.4 percentage points compared with July's level. Although the PMI level has contracted for the second consecutive month, it still beats previous market expectations at 49.2. The majority of the manufacturing sectors reported improving business climate as PMIs rose in 12 out of 21 surveyed industries. Some major industry kept expanding. The index of the consumer goods production rose from 51.4 in July to 52.3 this month, while that of the equipment and high-tech manufacturing sectors stood at 50.9 and 50.6 respectively, slowed by 0.3 and 0.9% percent each from last month. Meanwhile, the PMI for non-manufacturing sector has been in the expansion zone for three consecutive months, coming in at 52.6 in August, down from 53.8 in July. The service sector reported a slow recovery in August due to factors including the epidemic and high temperatures. The sub-index for business activities declined 0.9 percentage points from last month to 51.9, NBS data showed. The sub-index for business activities was over 55 in the field of accommodation and catering, monetary and financial services, while the sub-index for real estate, leasing and business services and residential services was in the contraction zone. And the sub-index for business activities in the construction sector stood at 56.5, maintaining steady expansion driven by rapid progress in infrastructure construction and the growth of market demand. Some experts also noted that the property market's lingering weakness had exerted burden on upper and downstream industries. The manufacturing sector's recovery was also hindered by the spread of coronavirus into some industrial hubs in August. China's finance ministry on Tuesday vowed to meticulously implement a proactive fiscal policy up fiscal capacity for major strategic tasks and resolutely ensure and improve people's livelihood, while pledging to continue preferential tax and fee policies in the second half of the year. In the first half-fiscal policy implementation report, the ministry said in the first six months, the issuance of new special-purpose bonds has amounted to 3.41 trillion yuan out of the 3.65 trillion yuan quota for the entire year. A new tax refund and cut and fee reductions total of 507.4 billion yuan in the first half and 1.85 trillion yuan of taxes has been refunded, lifting market confidence and pushing the economy stable and healthy development. Moving on to some regional highlights, the robust and high-quality development in East China's Zhejiang province has been driven by strong growth in its digital economy, particularly in the past five years, as this digital economy accounted for 48.6% of its total GDP last year, a top official of the province said on Tuesday. Zhejiang's GDP reached over 7.35 trillion yuan in 2021, ranking fourth among provincial-level regions in China, while the income of its urban and rural residents more than doubled during the period. The 277.4-kilometre high-speed railway that is built across three sea gulfs in Fujian province is near completion with the last steel rail laid on Tuesday. The first cross-sea high-speed railway in China will have eight stations and a design speed of 350 kilometres per hour. Northwest China Xinjiang has its third expressway officially opening to traffic on Tuesday, covering a total length of 294 kilometers. Next on industry and company news. China's small and medium-sized enterprises showed stable development in the first seven months of the year, either from the Ministry of Industry and Information Technology show Tuesday. The combined operating revenue of the country's major SMEs rose 8.1% year-on-year in the January-to-July period, and the profits of these companies during the period was up 1.6%. People like Chinese carmaker BYD said on Wednesday that there is no need to over-interpret Warren Buffett's cut on the company's shares and is operating normally. Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway trimmed its stake in BYD's Hong Kong trade shares to 19.92% from 20.04% on August 24, according to an exchange filing Tuesday. That equated to around 1.33 million securities valued at about 369 million Hong Kong dollars. The number of inbound flights bookings during the first 10 days of September has more than doubled compared with the same period last year, a Trip.com report said on Tuesday. Inbound flight bookings during the period are also up more than 30% compared with the same period last month. Earnings reports express China Construction Bank, the country's second biggest lender buying assets, reported on Tuesday 161.6 billion yuan in profit for the first half, up 5.4% year on year. China Tourism Group Duty Free Corp on Tuesday posted revenue of 27.65 billion yuan in the first half of 2021, a decline of 22% year on year. Net profit amounted to about 3.9 billion yuan, down about 26%. Chinese dairy giant Yili Industrial Group generated revenue of about 63.2 billion yuan in the first half, up 12.3% year-on-year, the Inner Mongolia-based company announced late Tuesday. Its net profit total of 6.13 billion yuan, a year-on-year increase of 15%. China's biggest shipping container manufacturer CIMC logged a 40.9% plunge in net profit year-on-year in the first half of 2022, as reverse sales volumes returned to normal levels from last year's high. CIMC achieved net profits of 2.5 billion yuan in the 6 month ended June 30, according to its earnings report released on Monday. Revenue dipped 1.4% over the period to 72.1 billion yuan. Total losses at China's big three state-owned airlines ballooned to 127.6 billion yuan as of the end of June amid continued disease control disruptions. China's net loss in the first half of 2022 widened 186% to 19.4 billion yuan year-on-year, the company said Tuesday. China Southern Airlines reported a deficit of 11.5 billion yuan and China Eastern Airlines was 18.7 billion yuan in the red. Switching gears to financial news, the central government will issue 3 billion yuan of RMB-denominated government bond in Macau on September 7th. The Ministry of Finance and the Macau SAR government jointly announced Wednesday as another crucial initiative by the central government to support Macau in developing a modern finance industry. The Nasdaq aims to be the preferred choice for Chinese companies seeking an offshore listing. The vice chairman of the New York-based Stock Exchange said Tuesday as the number of US listings by Chinese firms tumbled due to stricter oversight by US and Chinese authorities. In the first half, just three Chinese firms had initial public offerings in the US. The Nasdaq hopes that Chinese companies will continue to keep their close relations with the bulls. And we wrap up with a quick look at the stock market. Chinese stocks closed low on Wednesday amid some big cities tightened COVID-19 curbs to combat fresh outbreaks. By the close, the benchmark Shanghai Composite lost 0.78% and the Shenzhen component retreated 1.29%. The Hang Seng Index closed almost flat while the tech index gained 1.09%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.